Okay. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Just Another Murder Cast. Yay Jam. Yay Jam. Mm. I am Haley. And I'm Beth. And we like murder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't commit murders. We no. just like to read about them. Yes. Um. Oh, God. I, I can't touch the to table. I'm sorry. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, we have these new podcast things um, that hold it. I don't know what they're called. So, they hold it so that it's closer to our mouths because before we were like this. Not that anyone not. Oh, I can see. <laughs> yep. So, and so I'm just trying to work around them. I can't beat on the table because it echoes for a long time. Tamer says that she's so excited and she's supposed to be working. You don't need no, to work. You don't need to do that. Yeah, yeah not important. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, I have comments. I see how I changed it. You yeah. told me to change it, so I changed it. Okay. I have comments. You make me so nervous when you say I have comments. Okay. All right. Go. I always have comments. I'm allowed to have comments. It's a thing. But it just makes me nervous because I, sometimes you just surprise the hell out of me. Haley auditioned for America's Idol, or right? You were going to no. <laughs> no I was like, don't do this to me again. <laughs> um. I made t-shirts. 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 And um, I made a t-shirt that you didn't see yet. What? Let me pull it up on my phone. Is it the red one? I made the red one, but I made it with black instead of the red writing. That okay. Makes sense. Um, see if I can find it real quick. Um, I really like it. Okay, I'm, well, I'm excited to see it I'm then. I'm excited to get our t-shirts, and I want to order one in every color, but I thought that may be a little bit much because I'm a little bit poor. Um, first of all, don't let me forget to pay you for mine. Second of all, I wonder if we should order another one for a giveaway during one of our live things. I actually was thinking about that. I was thinking about um, doing a giveaway during our live. Yep. All right, so here's the other one. Okay. Oh, I'm supposed to be working. Oh. I do like it. I know. I, I do. I like it. Yes. I really like it. Yes. I just really I like liked it. that red. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't touch the table. My bad. <laughs> okay. My comments. Um, so my story this week is actually going to jump around a little bit because yeah. you'll figure out why in the end of mine. Okay. I had a whole story typed out like half my paper and then, and then things took a turn. Okay. <laughs> Okay. So, okay. It's fine. Let's get to it. All right. Um, warning. Warning. This, this podcast is, a, is about murder. Yeah, it's about murder. Someone's <laughs> going to get murdered. Although last week, nobody got murdered. All right. Actually, someone did get murdered. Like mine had a little murdery, but it was like a, a small portion of our actual podcast. Right. But this week, someone will get murdered. Correct. Also, language. Oh, yeah. Gets we, colorful. We're a little spicy with our Spicy language. little nuggets. Yes, we are. So, if you have children, if you have... Oh, my dad y'all said, y'all don't be talking ugly. <gasps> dad, okay. we don't talk ugly. We don't. We don't. At all. We don't have colorful language. No. It's fine. We're getting better, Dad. We are I know you haven't better. listened to the podcast, but we are getting better. I did think, since this is on Facebook Live, I need to tone it down. Yes, you do. So, I'm toning it down for you, okay. Mr. Hale, because you scare me to death. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors. Yes, I am. I won last week. Yes, you did. You ready to go again? Yep. Rock, Rock paper, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. I win. Yeah. Every time. Except for last week. Yeah. So you won, so that means what? That you go first. I can't ever remember this. Which I'm pretty sure we did wrong last week, but I don't even care. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. 
right. <clears throat> Are you ready? I'm ready. Last seventh, nineteen eighty three. Okay. Two kids were fishing at Perkins Lake. Yeah, what state were they in? They were in um, Barrow County. Oh, okay. Oh, we did. <laughs> okay. So, um, they were in Barrow County at Perkins Lake. It's actually across from Lackey Road um, okay. on 53. So, yeah. like what? All of six miles from my house? Right. Okay. So, this is an 83? This is an 83. Okay. So, there was also a bait shop there. Well, they decided to go to the bait shop and get some candy. Yeah. When the owner told them, you don't have enough money here. So, they were like, let's go home, get some money, come back, and... Yeah. You know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, they came back and they discovered a body. In the bait shop? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. The body of the owner. Thank God they weren't there when that happened. Yeah. Okay. So, 1224. A call was dispatched from Barrow County to their local police officers that two children had walked into the bait shop that had belonged to Willie Perkins and found him dead on the floor. Willie Ber- Perkins... If anybody doesn't know, we're on Facebook Live as well. So that's why if we get confused, that's what we're doing. Yeah. Um, Willie Perkins, born in April of 1903, owned property in Statham, Georgia, that included a pond called Perkins Lake that he paid cash to have stocked for fishing tournaments as well as just being a paid lake. So like Bell Lake. When yeah. Bell Lake, you could go pay. Yeah, you, you could pay fishing. and mm-hmm. fish. He also had a bait shop on the property. Um, so he was known as like a really nice guy. Um, did all these tournaments, just like kind of like a community thing. Yeah. On the day of the murder, Willie was seen leaving his bait shop around 11.45, but arriving back around noon. They arrived at Perkins Lake and found the body of 80-year-old Willie shot to death by a twenty-two caliber rifle. His wallet was missing and his cash register was opened and, you know, thrown out, whatever. Yeah, so they took all the money. Yes. And I forgot to put the amount, so I'm going to have to look it up and get back with you, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it was like something stupid. Um... They began uh, questioning any witnesses. And I may not have all of this information 100% correct, right? Okay. Because this case was impossible to find any information on. Yeah. Uh Like, it was terrible, right? So, I literally had one court document. Just uno. Uno. Yeah. And it didn't even give, like... Like, I had to find other names by it I mean it was ridiculous. So wow. I literally spent forever. Okay. Um at ten o'clock last night because I changed it. Yeah, she's a procrastinator. Uh-huh. <laughs> However, um from what I read, the suspect, Billy Ray Porter, was a real dummy dummy. Uh-huh. Gotcha. And there were witnesses everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. So Porter lived with his uncle who owned a twenty two caliber rifle, which apparently had gone missing the Wednesday before the murder on Monday. That's convenient. Convenient, right? And he had also recently um, gone and pawned off all of his guns. Yeah. So, like, mm, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Not suspicious. Yep. Uh, so, by the way, Avery says hi. Hi, Avery. <laughs> okay, so on the Friday before the murder, a witness saw Billy Ray Porter within a mile of Perkins Lake and or with, within a mile of his property. Yeah. And he had a, he was carrying a rifle that was wrapped around a t-shirt, like a t-shirt wrapped around it, but both ends exposed. And. So like, you're not even trying at that point. You're not even trying. Like, what's the point of the t-shirt? That. Uh, it, it's too hot to hold. Do I have to put my t-shirt around it? To and it try better? to hide it? Like, what? What, yeah, what are you doing? Come on. Another witness um, who was fishing at Perkin, Perkins Lake that day. 
had come in contact with Porter in the restroom. Okay. Yep. Located directly like catty corner, kind of behind the bait shop. Yeah. Right. And that was at 1150 a.m. Mm. I don't think it was him, though. Mm. No. The same restroom mm. that police later found a um, shell that belonged to a 20, 22 caliber rifle. It's not related. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> Another witness. Yeah. Like, are you just not, are you just like, you're not going to look around? Try. <laughs> no, you're didn't not going to try. Wait till like people are around you. Didn't even try. Dummy. It was just like, nah, I'm good. Dummy. Nobody will know it's me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting that person God that free. saw me in the bathroom. You're just like, this is not Hi. a gun. This is a t-shirt. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So another witness. Observed an automobile matching the Cutlass Oldsmobile that Billy owned on the side of 53, seeing the direction of Perkins Lake at 11.55 a.m. Another witness (laughs) (laughs) saw the car at approximately 12.20 in the same area. Yeah. And that witness also observed Porter walking in the direction of his car, towards his car, around 1220, and get in the automobile and drive towards Statham, so away from the property. Yeah. I mean, of course, because you got to leave, I guess. Right. Once, you, once you've been seen so many freaking times. I've already done all my murdering today. I'm going to go ahead and go on home. <laughs> Let me go home. <laughs> okay, so after, so the police arrest him, right? Yeah. Because, clearly. You know, they didn't have to investigate very hard. And like I said, he was a dummy. Yeah. Um, he tried to give the police an alibi like he was doing something, some bullshit. Like, sorry. BS. Uh, Turns out that was BS because the 85 people that saw him actually saw him. (laughs) What? Yes. Because one of his alibis he tried to use during the testimony of the trial, Mm -hmm. um, he was indicted on April, I mean, August 23rd, right? Yeah. But he remained in the Barrow County Jail until his trial. Yeah. Which was February of the following year. Okay. Um, so, you know, his, so he said he had an alibi during the trial. His alibi did not check out. The person was like, mm. that's weird. <laughs> that's suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Billy Ray Porter also liked to run his trap. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, like, he can't hide from people and also can't shut his mouth. Right? Right. According to one of the inmates, Porter told him that he'd previously borrowed money from Willie Perkins, and he was going back to the bait shop to borrow more when, bam, his gun went off accidentally. It was an accident. Mm-hmm. I carried my rifle everywhere with me, and it accidentally shot someone. You know, guns kill. Mm-hmm. And, like, the money, like, I mean, <laughs> whoops. What was he I had just given it to me, and then my gun went off, and I just let, like, whatever. Like, I couldn't leave it in the register and in his wallet because then <laughs> I someone else couldn't call the police, it. right? Yeah. Okay, so then he's told that same inmate, well, then I, like, freaked out, and I threw that gun in the lake. But according to some of the police officers, the gun was not recovered at that time. And I'm not sure, and the police officers that I spoke with are not sure if the gun was ever recovered, right? Mm-hmm. But Billy did not care. He told um, another inmate, the second one, that he believed, like, they ain't got a weapon. They have nothing on me. I'm done. We're, they're done. Yeah. They're done. Like, okay. forget the 85 people that saw you, all right? All the people that saw me, the gun that I had, all the things, it's, mm-hmm. he got nothing on me. And then one inmate came forward and said, well, he told me he didn't shoot him. Shut up. Shut up. 
He told two other ones he did. Okay. Okay. Well, so if I kill someone, all I got to do is tell one person I didn't kill him and then I'm good. You're good. Is that how this works? You're good. Now we know. Yep. Mm-hmm. Liar, liar, pants on fire. <laughs> okay. To retired police officers, Porter was destructive and mean. Like mean. Yeah. Like very destructive. Okay. Um, he had to be confined confined to certain parts of the jail because he was not your ideal prisoner. Mm-hmm. Like he would tear shit up. Right? So like he had to be put by himself and like watched. Yeah. And during his trial... They had to bring a lot of extra security in because he was not very not not friendly, and he wasn't a small guy. Yeah. Um. And like due to his threats, they were like, mm, "We need help here, right?" Because yeah. we're a small like at this point, Barrow County was still really small. Like yeah. their department and everything. Um. He was one hundred percent sure that he was going to get away. Um. One hundred. He is the smartest criminal I have ever met. Yes. Mm. So, according to the sheriff at the time, during the trial, um, he was given information that if convicted, Billy Ray had plans to escape. Yeah. He's like, if I'm convicted, which I'm not going to be because I'm, I'm clearly they don't innocent. have a weapon. So, like, I'm out here. Like, nothing on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that badass sheriff said, mm, hell no, you won't. Not in my county. So, he made arrangements for as soon as the trial was over. Yeah. He was going to have another county come pick him up. Okay. Uh, you leave that courtroom, you get in this car, you go elsewhere. Yeah. But, he, but Billy Ray didn't know that. Yeah. So he assumed he was going to go back to, to Barrow County. Yeah. Until Department of Corrections would come get him. Yeah. Not today. But no. They changed the plans on him and kept it a secret. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So on February 24th, happy birthday, Haley. <laughs> this was 84. <laughs> he was convicted of felony murder and armed robbery. Convicted. Bum, bum, bum. He was sentenced to two life sentences to be served consecutively. He was perished. But let me tell you, he walked out of that courtroom and surprise, surprise, there was a police car waiting for him to get taken to Hall County. Weird. They were a big, right? Yeah. So where are you going? You ain't going nowhere. High security, right? Like a high security detail. Right. You're going to Hall County. Went to Hall County the next day. Department of Corrections picked him up there and took his ass to jail. And he served the rest of his term. Um, I literally have no other... I mean, he filed many, many, many appeals. Yeah. um, Claiming that it was against the Constitution. Listen, it's a bunch of BS, right? Because everyone got denied. Denied, denied. Well, it's against the rules to murder people. Yeah. Uh, Other than that, I cannot find anything on Billy Ray. I cannot find anything else on Mr. Perkins. I know that he was married, but his yeah. wife had died in 80, 79. Yeah. 82, but that wasn't it. Um, other than that, there's nothing, but Perkins Lake is still there. Do you want to tell me the location of it? I can't. I, I, so, um, I missed it. I thought you told me. It is in between Lackey Road, but on the other side of the road. Yeah. Um, behind that gas station on 53, where 53 and 316 are. Yeah. Kind of behind that gas station. Um, is on 53 by Bethlehem Road. Yep. And the Chevron. Yes. And Smith Mill Road. Yes. All those things. Um. So it's super, super close. Yeah, it is. Okay. So other, like, seriously, this case came out of nowhere. Let me tell you why this came out of nowhere. Okay. Um, I was doing another case, whatever. Well, then my daddy calls. Yeah. 
And you remember my daddy used to be a police officer. Oh, gotta love your dad. I know. So my dad actually worked at this case. Oh, really? Yes. Um, he didn't work the case as much as he he was there with the inmates. Yeah. But his best friend was the sheriff at the time. So I spoke with both of them yesterday, but um, I would. Okay, so let me give credit to law.justia.com. That is the only thing you can find on the case. Yeah. Special thanks to my favorite person in the entire world, my sweet daddy. And the retired sheriff, I'll just leave it nameless just in case. But trying to get two older men to remember something from the 80s is kind of like <laughs> trying to bathe a cat. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I was like, y'all. Thanks for calling and telling me about this, Dad. Like, Could you have your facts that, in a row? That is what I said. I was like, Dad, like, you can't gift me this and not have any information on it. So, I mean, it was basically, they were just like, I remember this. I remember that. You know, as I'm as I'm reading them, the court documents, as I'm typing. Yeah. Which I, I really appreciate them just even being willing to talk to me about it. But I was like, y'all are old as hell. <laughs> like... Like you should remember, remember, we remember. What's that? It's on. Um, it's on Hocus Pocus. Oh yeah, yeah. Remember, we remember, remember. <laughs> okay, so that is the story of um having too many witnesses. Well, um, don't be dumb. Don't. I don't get it. Like y'all, y'all got nothing on me. Like it's, nobody saw me in the area with my rifle, mm-hmm. the same caliber rifle that. Forget that shell that you found. It's fine. Yeah. Um, no, don't worry about any of that. Also, did you know that a shell is also called a hole? A hole? Hole. Hole. Yeah. H-U-L-L. Yeah. I did not know that. And reading the court documents, I'm like, hey, what's a hole? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You're pretty. <laughs> but it was fun. It was fun just to be able to like uh, to have you. my daddy then. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even if they can't remember anything, it was fun. That Yeah, that sounds fun. So I'm trying to get him to remember anything that he can from anything else. But I mean, like he would give me, oh, what about this one? And I'm like, well, what do you have on it? He's like, well, I don't remember their name. And I'm like, oh. I'm going to need their name. I'm going to need more information yes. than someone got murdered. Yes. And these small town things, though, you don't. You can't find it. You cannot. Google doesn't have Nothing. anything. Even like I even looked up historic newspapers. Nada. Now you're going to have to go to the courthouse and get the record or the sheriff's office and get the records. Can you do that? Yeah, if they still have them. Surely. I mean, I'm sure they do for a murder. Yeah, because there's not a lot of murders. Like, I was talking to um, Shane yesterday. Yeah. And I was like, Shane, I really need you to come up with a case, you know, that you can help me out with. Yeah. And he's like, I think I only worked three murders my entire police career. Well, like people don't get murdered down here. Oh, well, that's what I'm saying. But I'm like, okay, well, then you're no help. Right? Yes. I still want to do the Waffle House. No, 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 no. You can't have it. Why? Because he worked it and he's going to come I be my there. He's going to come be on my side for it. But I was there. Fine. He can come be on your side for it. That's fine. I'm just going to need your dad for another case. <laughs> dad, can you remember a murder <laughs> case? For he's, like, he's like, I can't remember. <laughs> he's like, I don't know what y'all are talking about. I've never done anything. Yeah. Okay, speaking of murder. <laughs> My Don't. dad said, do you remember when that guy killed or dumped the man at Crow's Corner and the killer escaped or something and was running around and trying to avoid police? We lived on Mars Hill Road. I don't remember that. You know what's a good idea? What? 
not being subject of a murder cast. Yeah, that's a good idea. You know what would help you? What? What would help? Oh my gosh! Okay, is Avery still here? Because I have a question. Probably. Get not. your shit from deadcurtefence.com. <laughs> oh, I want to read it like um like it's a commercial. Mm. Okay. Get your stuff from deadcurtefence.com. <laughs> you should probably talk into the mic though, because it's still being recorded. Get your stuff from deadcurtefence.com. They believe in defending the weak by putting more firepower into the hands of the good people. They got shirts. They got hats. They got visors in stock. All customers must legally conceal a weapon of their choosing under Dead Crow Defense shirts exactly. or visors. If you can ow, stick it in there. Go ahead. Is that how you feel like the commercials go? Like, is this how people act on commercials? Um, Am you're I subject to a... <laughs> if you have experienced okay okay right. I'm ready. well ammo is coming back guys and it's almost hunting season so uh get it before it's too late they have tasers they have pepper spray they even oh my gosh my favorite part they even hair have hair brushes that have little knives inside of them i looked it up for you did you i did can i see a picture um we don't do it right now yeah i looked it up for you i almost bought you one but mm. then i was like i'm poor wait till i get paid no i'll get one mm. Okay, sorry. Ooh, I right. had to be thirsty during my commercial. So follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Dead Crow Defense. They're always doing free giveaways, sales, and promotions. They even gave us some big news recently. Um, so you'll want to stay up to I'm reading the wrong one. They didn't give us big news, but they, they did. had big news coming up. Oh, but they did. What about the 15%? That is big news. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just for being. They have big news coming up, though. <laughs> <laughs> Just for being our follower, you get 15% off of all items there by using the code YAYJAM. Yay all right. All righty. Now I can get my life together because it's your turn. <laughs> all right. So I had a hard time finding a, a murder. Did you? Um, because, should have called your daddy. Right? I should have. Mm -hmm. um, because I wanted it to be good and I wanted all the information. And even this murder, I really like. I have been holding on to this one for a while. Mm -hmm. But um, they can see you eating it. So it doesn't <laughs> matter that you're trying to hide it. I was trying to hide the noise. Um, so I've been holding on to this one for a while because I wanted to get more information. But I, you know, I finally was like, nah, this is it. This is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. All right. So I'm going to tell you a, a little murder story. Bring it on. Kind of sad. Is it? I mean, anytime people get murdered, it's kind of sad. Yeah, you're right. Haley. You're right. All right. So we're going to talk about Ronald Sanchez Jr. Never heard of him. Okay. Is he dead? Uh, Haley. Sorry. <laughs> he was born and raised in Garden Grove, California. He graduated from um, high school in 1994, and he joined the Army in 1995. He was deployed to Iraq three times. In February 2003 to March 2004, March 2005 to January 2006, and January 2007 to April 2008. So he spent some time overseas. Lots of time. Yeah. Um, like, thankful to him for yes. his service. Yes. Um, while he was in Iraq, he worked on bridges and other construction projects, and he was also um, given the task of driving around top commanders 
like around the country. So like he drove like important people around. Like he was in charge of important people. That's that's bougie. Yeah. But when he came home, he suffered from PTSD, which I mean, I can't blame him. You spent more than three years. That was literally one of my first thoughts. Yeah. That's some serious PTSD. Right. Uh-huh. Um, and so there's not enough help. No, there's not. Or access to help for veterans. Well, just in mental health in general is yeah. not something that this country really takes seriously. No, it, they don't. And it's sad because, I mean, it's it's not their fault. They right. just need a little bit of help. But it, it's such a, like, they think so badly. It's like, oh, if I get help, I'm weak. And yes, that's not like true. my pride yeah. is more important, and that yeah. is not that and is that's, not it. That's what we've let people think, and that's yes. sad. Mm-hmm. Um, so he suffered from knee and back injuries as well as the PTSD, and he started spending most of his time at home alone, um, playing video games or watching TV, just all out, just not having anything to do with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, when he did need to go grocery shopping, he went out at night so there would be less people, and he wouldn't have to be around people, mm. right? Um, in order to start working on his physical and emotional health, the VA suggested that he move to Oklahoma City, so he did, and they had a lot of programs there to help veterans suffering from PTSD. Um, I read that he was, like, a big proponent of it. Like, he was very thankful to them for helping him get his life back on track. Hmm. Um, I hate when I say, um, eight thousand times. But he started to rediscover his love for the outdoors. He went hiking, biking, and raced dragon boats. I don't know what dragon boats are. What's a dragon boat? But he liked to race some. Fun. Right? It sounds fun. In February 2019, he decided he was going to hike the Appalachian Trail. Ooh. So it's a 2,192-mile hike that goes from Georgia to Maine. Too much for me. I'm not doing that at all. Um, and it's said that thousands attempt every year. Only one in four make it the entire way. And for most people, it takes five to seven months to complete. Can you imagine? Oh, you must really like the outdoors. Right? Um, the only I, thing I like to do outdoors is drink. Well, I like the outdoors. I like to hike, but I'm not hiking that much. I like to I, hike. Like, I, I, um, I think nature is beautiful. Uh-huh. But that's, like, a picture of it. But, like, I want to hike. I like to hike. I like to hike. But I want to hike somewhere pretty. I'm not just hiking through the woods to hike through the woods. Like, I want to get to a stream or But here's my thing. Pretty. Like, this sounds like I don't, like, appreciate nature and stuff. I do. But, like, when you hike up a mountain and you get to the top, you're like, oh, my God, it's so beautiful. Yeah. Time to turn around and go back. We just hiked up. How about you sit there look. and enjoy it for a little bit? Uh, like and do what just sit i'd be like this there's bugs there's ants there's spiders like i it's hot i got these ugly boots on like no, i don't even care about the no. ugly boots just like there are bugs and there and like I, what do you do sit there i don't sit that long i can't sit that long enjoy the people that you're with who the hell like I, the people that I, the only people i know that would go hiking with me like what i see them enough <laughs> like we don't need to go sweat together <laughs> well, i like to hike but i want to hike somewhere pretty so oh, either way um but some people me, dog. sorry some people do this hike all the way through and some people do it like in sections like they'll hike one section and then they'll go home and then come back later and hike another section and i like to hike but i am not into that kind of hiking it's just not for me Mm-mm. no not for no me. i i got to pee 
<laughs> okay. Like when you're hiking. Oh, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I just have to pee too much. Yeah, well, you can go outside. Oof. But, okay. So. It's like asking for a yeast infection. Sorry. You can take toilet paper and pee outside. Like, why do you And then you got to keep it? Bury it. I don't know, ma'am. Okay, so Haley doesn't like being outdoors. <laughs> we got it. I like a patio. <laughs> okay. All right. Because of the previous injuries, he knew that he was going to need to set a slow and steady pace, and he decided to set a pace of about 15 miles a day. That is way too much for me. <laughs> what a I... slow and steady <laughs> pace. What? Nah. Yeah. So he was the 21st, per- 21st person to register um, for the hike, and... He started sooner than most other hikers. Like, obviously, you were the 21st person. So, you're starting pretty soon, pretty early, before most people are getting out. Right. Not into it. Not doing that much. But, yeah, you have to register to hike so that they know who's on the trail. I wonder how many people die on the Appalachian Trail a day, or like, a year. Somebody can look that up. Sorry. <laughs> From, okay. like, exhaustion. Uh, all right. Um, he... Was very well liked among the other hikers. Everyone seemed to love him. Body was great. And he was given the trail name of Stronghold. Did you know that they give you trail names? Like you get trail names? Stronghold. Hoo ha ha. Shark bait. (laughs) (laughs) Shark bait. Hoo ha ha. Okay, sorry. So he was given the name Stronghold. I did not know that you got trail names. Like everyone that I read had trail names. And there were some that, like, only went by their trail names. Like, I couldn't find their legal names. Only their trail names. And I'm like, what is this? Like, that's cool, but weird. Maybe it's, like, your job. What do you mean it's, like, your job? If you're hiking with people, like, when you go camping with people, everybody has something they're good at. Yeah. There was one named Tinkerbell. What is she good at? She pees a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. She's, like, the nighttime fairy. No. You go to sleep, and you go to sleep. <laughs> no. No. Okay. No. Oh, no. Tinkerbell. I'd be pissed. <laughs> Don't call me Tinker. Tinkerbell. That's stupid. It's not Tinkle. It's Tinker. Tinkerbell. Don't call me Tinkerbell. You don't like Peter Pan? No, it scares me. All right. Oh, you don't like the outdoors, and you don't like Peter Pan. Got it. It's a little scary. And if you don't stop banging... Captain Hook just scared the shit out of me. Putting those kids in You're a cage. You're a grown adult now. Okay, but like... If you think about Peter Pan, it makes you a little scared of nighttime. Also, Captain Hook put kids in cages and had a hook for a hand. No point of that. Like, none of that made me scared. I was Like, excited. your shadow came to life and you took you? You could fly. I don't like heights. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Move I along. think we have found out that Haley likes nothing. Nothing. No one. Nothing. I don't <laughs> like to leave the house. Haley doesn't like anything. I really, like, I, like, you were talking about this guy and he, like, he didn't leave to go to the grocery store. Like, I hate leaving the house no i don't leave my house <sighs> i've been on vacation for the past five days and i've left like twice maybe and that's because i had to and jordan wants me to go get food with him and i'm like why you can get it by yourself no instacart instacart okay well i'm poor no i mean like it a i don't go to eat as much because like we don't leave the house um but not leaving the house for so long has made me extra not want to leave the house so, we're actually saving money by not going to eat, but I have to Instacart food because I don't want to leave the house. Yeah, but I can't Instacart because I'm too poor. It's going to be the same as me grocery shopping. No, not me. 
I buy more on Instacart than I do at the grocery store because I'm like, oh, well, if I don't have to pick this out, they'll do it. No, I'm too cheap for that. I get what I need. And then I'm like, oh, I need deodorant, girl. Like, wait till you get paid again. Let's go another. Yeah, no, no. You scrape what's left. I just send my husband. Mm, No, I can't send mine, so. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Back okay. to the okay. story. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. People are going to be pissed. Yeah, they are. Okay. I don't think anyone's watching anymore. It's fine. Um, in mid-April, Ronald made it to Damascus, Virginia, and it was there that he decided that he needed a break because his knees and back were hurting him, and mm. he called his girlfriend, Brenda Kelly, and said, come pick me up, and she drove all the way and picked him up and took him home. Um, he, From California? No. He's lives in Oklahoma City now. Oh, that's right. And he's in Virginia. Where is how far away is it? Okay. Sorry, okay. next. So, um, she took him home, but it was not very long that he was home and he's like, I'm ready to go back. So she took him back. Which I mean like again. If it's like a big project of or like a big goal. Yeah. But, how can I support you? But like yeah. get yourself there. I mean like, do we have your back right now? <laughs> like now? Can we go later? <laughs> I don't want to leave the house. I already love ones for you. <laughs> Um, so on May 5th, Ronald... Oh, sorry. Uh, sorry. This is going to be the worst Okay, I know, ever. but listen, I got bit by an ant on, like, the bottom of my thigh, and I was just trying to lift it up to scratch it, and I can't. Okay. <laughs> okay. On May 5th, Ronald shares a hotel room with a man named Bob Walker. Bob Walker was a section hiker, or, like, so he just was hiking a section of the trail from Hampton, Tennessee to Bland County, Virginia, and they made fast friends... And spent several days on the trail together. They said they were leapfrogging. So, like, one would pass the other. Like, would hike faster than the other. And then they would, like, pass each other. Um, But while they were doing that, they started to hear rumors of another hiker that seemed to be causing problems on the trail. Uh Uh-uh. This hiker is 30-year-old James L. Jordan. And he goes by the trail name of Sovereign. Yeah. Um, he had a long criminal history, um, disorderly conduct, resisting arrest, trespassing. He attacked staff at a hospital and accused them of trying to give him a lethal injection. He had um, been charged with possession of a stolen vehicle. So he's a real stand-up guy. Sounds like it. Yeah, just real great. Um, the hikers started to warn everyone that James seemed to be hanging out on the trail more so than hiking it. So it was like he was just spending time in the area, not actually trying to hike through it mm-hmm. and several hikers had made reports to law enforcement about jordan saying that he threatened them multiple times while they were on the trail and that he was traveling with a pit bull a knife and a machete he was arrested in unicoi city after law enforcement was called to the u.s highway 23 for a report of a suspicious person and james um had threatened hitchhikers hitchhikers not hitchhikers had threatened hikers with his machete and knife telling them that it's going to be a bad day for you hikers so, like, he's just threatening people on the trail for no reason. Mm-mm. So, James um, is arrested, but he gives him a fake name and birth- birthday, and the arresting officer believes that he was under the influence of something, but he didn't know what. He said um, he was slurring his words, had trouble standing to the point that I allowed him to rest on the hood of my car. He was released on April 25th of 2019 on probation after the hikers declined to press charges because they didn't want to have to come back to court. But, I mean, I kind of get that because you're hiking through, so you're not from there. Yeah, I'm not coming back. It's like if you're out of town and you get a speeding ticket, you have to either, like, pay it or go. Yeah. No, I'm paying it. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I get that. So, a man named Matthew Norman, who went by the trail name of Odie, um, came across James on May 3rd. Um, Odie believed that the man was mentally ill and it was unsafe for him and the other hikers to continue on the trail. 
James told Odie that he was on a mission to protect the mountain people from the infiltrators trying to steal their insurance. <laughs> like, what insurance the- are you trying to steal? <laughs> <laughs> like, um, what? Which insurance? Like, their car insurance? Their health insurance? <laughs> their homeowner's insurance? What kind of insurance are we talking about here? Um, oh, I was trying to think of a smart-ass comeback, but I can't. <laughs> I, I literally just can't. So, Odie... Bought James lunch and drove him to Johnson City, Tennessee, and bought Johnson City, Tennessee. Oh, okay, <laughs> and um, bought him a bus ticket. But no, I don't know where the bus ticket was to. He just bought him a bus ticket. A one way. I knew you were gonna ask. A one way ticket oh on a west <laughs> train. Not, we're talking about a bus, not a train. Uh, what's that Greyhound bus song? <laughs> Somebody help me. What's that Greyhound bus song? <laughs> on May fifth. Um, in Bristol, Tennessee, University C-Mart owner Mike Brown found James sleeping outside or outside of the store. He said he had a dog with him in a service vest, and James was dressed in all camouflage. The man was carrying a military backpack, a fishing pole, and a guitar. Mike gave him a sandwich and a bottle of water because he noticed that he was searching in the dumpster, so it's like he was searching for food. So he You said, know who else they found digging in a dumpster? The who? Unabomber. Go ahead. He was digging out Taco Bell, and I was like, understandable. <laughs> So, Mike calls 911 after James starts talking about um, being an assassin and that his target is driving a large right truck. The same kind of truck that Mike was driving. (laughs) No. Weird. (laughs) So, uh, police are out on scene and they find James laying on the ground in front of a different store. And James is like, I was only kidding with him. Like, I'm not an assassin. It was a joke. It's clearly a joke. I'm not an assassin, and I'm not trying to kill anyone in a white truck that's exactly the white truck that he's driving. No mm-hmm. big deal. Um, so, But they don't believe him. Um, they do believe him, I guess. They said that they didn't think that he was under the influence of anything. They had no reason to hold him. They were like, he was that, like, he's just a weird guy. He was fine, though. Just a weird guy. <sighs> He's fine. Everything's fine. So, you know, Mike had gone home, and when he returned to the store not, next morning, he's relieved because James isn't there anymore. So James is gone. For now. Right? On May 10th of 2019, James approached four hikers on the trail in Smith County, Virginia, and they said that he was, un- like, he appeared to be unstable. He was playing his guitar. He was singing. Let the man sing. Okay, but, like, it, how are you singing? Like, are you weirdo singing? I mean, Johnson City, Tennessee. And I'm worried that Johnson. Haley's going to murder me, so. <laughs> <sighs> um, so, that night, he started approaching hikers' tents. Because, you know, they, like, temp a lot. They temp. They camp along the trail. So, like, they just put their tents up right Yeah, places. no, that's not. Uh-uh. Yeah, it's not for me either, but Mm-mm. that's fine. Um, he started approaching their tents, making strange noises, and even threatening to pour gasoline on their tents and burn them to death. <laughs> totally normal. <laughs> no, thank you. Right? So, Ronald, do you remember Ronald, our vet? Yes. So, he's at this campsite. Okay. Um, he is with three other people. He is with Kirby Morale, which is a girl, and then Gina and Jason Her- something i can't read their last name but they're married um the four of them are like you know what we're not staying here we're gonna leave so they start packing up their things um to get away from him but as they start to leave james approaches them again with a knife no right so gina and jason are able to run from the campsite james um gives chase to them and then gives up and is like whatever i'll go back 
and returns back to the campsite where Ronald and the other one were still, like, packing up their stuff to leave, right? He started accusing Ronald of hitting him in the head with a rock. Like, you hit me in the head with a rock. Um, no, sir. <laughs> I never picked up a rock, and I did not hit you in the head with it. No, that's mm-hmm. not what happened. You were crazy. Um, so, Ronald, being the, you know, nice, calm guy, tries to um, calm him down. And is like, no, like, let's calm down. We don't need to do anything. And James is not having it, and he attacks him and stabs him several times times with a knife and kills him what yeah um so while this was happening kirby the other girl is able to flee into the woods to get away but james is able to catch up to her he stabs her multiple times including in the face the arms the legs and the torso and she falls to the ground and pretends to be dead yeah does she survive she survives. So satisfied with um, all the stabbing that he has done, he leaves to find his dog because his dog has run away from all of them. James's dog. Yeah, James's dog. Your dog is probably like, I hate you, you dirty human. Right? You're a crazy mother. M- 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 Watch your language, man. And um, we don't care for this. And hi, Kristen. Um, I literally looked out <laughs> the door. I'm like, what? <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, so around... 2.21 a.m., the International Emergency Response Coordination Center, which I looked up, which I think it just comes from, like, GPS, I don't freaking know, contacts the um, uh, 911 center after they receive an SOS from a hiker. The message comes from Ronald's phone before he dies. So I don't know, like... <gasps> His last breath was say, was trying to save everybody? Yeah, so he tries to save everyone and sends Shut an SOS. Shut up! Oh, my gosh. Right? What a hero. So, with, not only did he save our country for years. Right? Yeah. So, with James um, gone, Kirby, the girl that's gotten stabbed multiple times, she hikes six miles further down the trail. She's been stabbed multiple times and hikes six miles down the trail. So, she's able to get help from two other hikers. She uses oh, their phone. Six miles? Six miles. She uses their phone and calls 911 at 312 and tells dispatch that she's been stabbed multiple times. Please tell me she survived. She survived. <gasps> Thank you. At 6.14, the sheriff's office tactical team enters the campsite where all this went down and find Ronald's body. Next to him is a 20-inch knife and the dog. Is the dog dead? No. <gasps> the dog came back. The dog came back and was like, I don't like my owner. Me, yeah. I'm going to stay by this guy. Yeah, because they can sense if you're good people. And the dog leads law enforcement officials to James L. Jordan, and he's found with blood still on his clothes. So think about this. I, I, like When I first read it, I was like, why did it take them four hours to get there? And then I'm like, oh, man, this is like in the mountains. You have to hike in. And not only that, but someone's gotten a little savvy, so you don't want to go by yourself. So you're going to have to get all these people is together. It dark? And you have to get ready. Yeah, it's in the middle of the night. Absolutely not. So, they make it um, four hours later. Plus, I don't know how far away this was. It may have been like a two-hour hike just to get to them. And you can't drive anything in. You have to actually hike. hike. And then I wonder if they can like fly Ariel in to pick them up from there. Probably not because of all the things. Trees. Yeah, those things. There's got to be like open trails somewhere, like safety centers. Yeah, I'm sure at some point, but how close to them? You know, that dog. See, dogs, this is why God made dogs. 
right? Yeah. So he's found um, with blood still on his clothes, and he's arrested and taken to the Southwest Virginia Regional Jail to be held without bail. Well, duh, because yeah. you killed someone. Yeah. Um, he's charged with murder and assault to with intent to commit murder. What? I'm angry. Why? There have been red flags. There have been a lot of red flags. Okay. So I'm just that's just all I'm saying. That's it. That's all. Yeah. There, that's all. Red flags. Yeah. There have been red flags. So. Yeah, well. Why not like get him evaluated? Because, so, but okay, but here's the again, thing: mental health is not a priority for anybody. So it's not a priority. But here's the thing: you still have rights, even though you might have some kind of um, mental health disease. So, did you know in the state of Georgia, it's not allowed to, or it's not against the law to commit suicide anymore? Yeah. So you can sit here and tell me that you want to commit suicide and I can't do anything about it until I get a judge to sign off on a 1013 order. But as a paramedic, I have to be like, okay, I have to try and talk you into going into the hospital. But if you tell me you're not going, I can't do anything about it. I have to leave you at home. Can you wait there until like you try to get a, a warrant? So even if I were, if a 1013 <laughs> order was to be signed, I still can't transport you. The sheriff's office has to do that. But I can wait there until you actively try to kill yourself, go unconscious, and then I can take you to the hospital. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. It's not illegal in the state of Georgia to kill yourself. <coughs> but I feel like that came from so many people being like, Haley said she was going to kill herself. And then you would have a involuntary three-day hold when you didn't try to kill yourself. Right. You know? But I feel like if you, if it's coming out of your own mouth. But, you know, it just, that's just how things are. And then people would be like, I didn't actually mean it. I was having a bad day. You know, you know, especially like kids, like dramatic people. Yeah. Teenagers. I'm going to kill myself. Yeah. Like, no, you're not. Okay. But that's the thing. So, James is arrested. He's held without bail. He's charged with murder and intent to commit murder. And a George, a George. I don't even think a the judge's name was named George. But a judge orders him to undergo evaluation for competency. So, like, obviously the judge knows there's something wrong with him. And in 2009... But why didn't anybody... Okay, sorry. <clears throat> okay, but who before was supposed to do something? That's... that's I, I get it. I get it. But... Because... It just sucks. It like, does really, suck. it just sucks. But there's... Like, he was a drifter. He was not in one place at the same time. So, it's yeah. not like anyone can be like, ah, something's weird with him. And then... Yeah, I get it. it. It just sucks. Yeah, it does. It sucks. Because you now have a man that served three tours in Afghanistan or Iraq and comes home and gets murdered. Like, and he survives still all that. uses his last breath to try... And save to, everyone else. Yes. Yeah. So... Oh, it just sucks. Um, he is in July 2019. James is found incompetent to stand trial and was sent back to a mental health facility for further treatment. In June of 2020, James is found to be competent and the case started towards trial. So now he what is competent, he's able to stand trial. And then mental health experts from the University of Virginia examine him and say, mm, Nope, he suffers from schizophrenia. Uh, schizoaffective disorder and acute psychotic symptoms. This leaves him unable to appreciate the wrongfulness of his acts. So he's sent back to a mental facility. So both federal prosecutors and federal public defender reach an agreement um, 
so that James L. Jordan can plead not guilty by reason of insanity. And they agree that he cannot appreciate the nature and quality of his actions and therefore meets the standards for legal insanity. Which sucks. I like I know that you're crazy, but you still So he doesn't get prosecuted because he's legally insane. Yes. So, so then what does he do? He is sent well, we'll talk about it. Okay. Um, so his lawyers release a statement claiming that James is deeply remorseful for the profound sorrow he has caused. He regrets... No, he's not. They literally just said he is right? incapable of realizing the... Ro- okay, right? Um, and he regrets that his lifelong battle with mental illness ultimately resulted in the trauma and loss for innocent hikers and their families. His lawyers admit that he has never been appropriately treated for his mental illness until his arrest. So he was not treated until his arrest. I want to shake the shit out of his lawyers because I'm like... You want to sit here and claim mental illness, but nobody took into effect. The guy that he killed had a, okay, whoop, had a reason, right, to have so much more trauma. I mean, I guess everybody's trauma is different. That, yeah, it's not for me to judge, but, like, I'm just angry. I'm just bitter. It just, it sucks. It sucks. Poor Ronald. That's all it is. Because Ronald did have a reason to be more disturbed, but at the same time, mental illness is a thing. It's not... And you don't, yeah. you don't know what you're doing. Right. And so, like, I, I completely get that. But at the same time, if I don't think he was ever diagnosed, but if you are diagnosed mm-hmm. and you take your medications and you're like, oh, I feel better now. I'm going to go off my medications. Mm-hmm. You're the problem. Right. Like, you need to continue on that medication. It's working. It's, it's working for you. And if you want to come off of them, that's something that you and your doctor need to do mm-hmm. together. Not just you be like, oh, I'm going to just stop. I guess it's also I, like, you know, sitting here thinking about it. Mental illness is such like a double edged sword. Yeah. Because like, I, of course, I want to say like Ronald had a reason, but I don't think that mental illness picks and chooses. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like everybody's it's like everybody's bad day. Yeah. Is their worst. Everybody's worst day is the worst to them. Yes. Not the same bad day to me, but my worst day is not the same bad to you. Like, so, I, it's a double-edged, like... That's one thing that I've had to learn at work is, like, I'm seeing everybody at their worst day ever, and I'm over here, like, you literally just stubbed your toe, and it's not that bad. Right. And people are crying and freaking out, and I'm like... But especially right now, with me being so burnt out because of all the COVID stuff mm-hmm. and the people that are abusing um, our system... Yes. I... I really have to catch myself because I feel like when you have a legitimate complaint, I'm over here like, but do you need me? Right. And that's not how I want to be as a provider because mm-hmm. if I call someone, I want them to like care. And I do care, mm-hmm. but it's just, I don't know. It's just sometimes it's hard. Yeah. But yeah, mental illness does not like, it's something that this country needs to take more seriously. Mm-hmm. And we... There need to be more avenues for outlets. Yeah. And we... we uh, right now, we don't. Like, it's like, oh, you have depression? Yeah. I can't believe Like, it. you're fine. Like, get over it. Yeah, that's... Ooh. Okay. Right. Sorry. So, April of 2021, James is found not guilty solely by reason of insanity on charges of murder, attempted murder... And three counts of assault. He is ordered to be committed to a federal custody until he has recovered from his mental disease of defect and no longer possesses a substantial risk to himself or others. So he's not free free. Mm-hmm. He's 
somewhere getting help, which I think is great. He needs the help. But then when he, they determine that he's fine, like mm-hmm. he just did, gets to go live his normal life, even though he's. Um, well, he can't be charged with it again, though, right? No. Because double jeopardy. Yeah. So, like, you just get to go be free now? Oh, no, no, no. Like, I don't, I don't like that. No, I don't either. Your term should be spent in the mental hospital. Right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Like, you should get sentenced, and then you should get help in the mental hospital, and then you should still have to serve something because you still killed a man. Right. And traumatized three other people, not to mention all the people on the trail that, you know, are thinking this is going to be a nice, fun experience, and then here you go telling them that you're going to kill him with your machete. Right. You know, like, you've traumatized a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But, you know, whatever. Um, the girl, Kirby, says that she is haunted by Mr. George's actions. and that, Well, I'm sure. Right? And that she watched him transform before my eyes from a bewildered, confused man into a violent animal. I saw him attacked and attack and murder a good, kind man. And I remember his eyes when I tried to run and looked back over my shoulder. They are burned into my mind. Isn't that awful? So a few years after the attack, you know, TikTok got really big. Yeah. And this um, couple or this woman made a TikTok about her story. And this couple is. Did you find it? Yeah, I have it. (gasps) Shut Um, up. Okay. This couple is Taylor and Chris, and they are going camping at Fall Creek Falls, Tennessee on April 29th, 2019. Taylor is five months pregnant at the time, and she believes that Chris is going to ask her to marry her, marry him on this trip. And she decides to, like, photograph everything. We're taking pictures of all the things. because All the things. Because I think I'm getting engaged. Okay. Um, so, while they're on their trip, they go hiking. They collect flowers. She documents all of this very heavily. Um, and apparently, like, I don't know if it's during the week or whatever, but most of the other campers have left the campground. And so, you know, they're kind of secluded there, which now all the campgrounds are always full. But yeah. before COVID, you could go anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so later that night, they hear a loud crash and they decide to go make sure that everyone is okay. I said, or just rubberneck. Um, but like, I get it. Like you hear something like a car crash. You want to go make sure that people are okay and not dying while you're just sitting there. And no one's called 911. Right. Know? Um. so it's like half a mile from the campsite. And they do find a car crash. Shortly after police arrive, they're like, we're not needed here anymore. And they decide to go back to their tent. But, you know, Taylor's five months pregnant. So she's got to pee. Um, I have to pee right now. Okay. Well, you're going to have to hold up because we're almost done. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, So Taylor needs to use the restroom. So while they're walking towards the restroom, they notice like a flashlight, like someone is running with the flashlight. Um, and they're like, oh my gosh, that man must really need to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Like he's like sprinting towards the bathroom. Like he was on the other side of the bathroom mm-hmm. and sprinting towards them. Right. As they approach the restrooms, the man struck up a conversation with them, which is weird. Cause if you were sprinting to the bathroom, like you needed to go, but now you want to talk to us. Um, he's like, wow, you guys are really fast. And they're like, that's, that's really weird. But maybe he's con- like, they're, he's talking about the accident. Like, we got to the accident fast after we heard it or something. Um, so, Taylor tells Chris they need to go back to their campsite because she's like, something's not right. So, we need to go back to the campsite. The police are going to be there waiting to get their story about the accident that they didn't even see. But that's her, like, her, like, story trying to get away from the guy and be like, 
police are going to be in our campsite. Um, so they start to leave, and the man starts moving towards them. He starts walking with them and has his hands in his pocket, pocket um, of his hoodie, and he's telling them a strange story, saying that he was thinking about when he was hiking. He passed flowers that were beautiful, and as he stopped um, to, you know, look at these Smell flowers, the roses. Yeah, smell the roses. He heard deep growling, like the flowers were growling, and it scared him. Um, he told them and made him think about that you never know what day is going to be your last. Nope. And this time, Taylor notices an outline of a knife in his hoodie pocket. Nope. And the couple starts running towards the crash site, like back towards where the cops are, not their campground or their campsite, but the actual crash site. And Taylor shouts, flowers don't growl. Which, like, that's a weird thing to say, but also true. Flowers don't growl. They make it back to the accident. They tell police about their encounter, and police search the area, but they're unable to find anyone. Um, they follow the couple back to their campsite. They pack up, and they go home. Can you imagine you think you're going to get engaged on this trip, and now you have had this weird experience, and you're going home? Like, no, thank you. No. No, thank you. Pass. Um, so be- she also claims, I did not see the photo, but she claims that in the distance of one of her videos, because, you know, she documented everything, that you can see a video of a man, and she believes that this man was, like, stalking them on their trip, like, the entire time. So she decides to make a TikTok about this, and it's, like, a couple of years later, right? And um, one follower who lives near the campground sends Taylor a message of a story of a man that had murdered people on the Appalachian Trail. And when she opens it, she recognizes James L. Jordan as the man that tried to attack her and her boyfriend on the camp or at the campground that night. What the fuck? Whole right? Oh my god, every part of me has cold chills right now. Shut your trap. So they could have been murdered. Oh my god. Ah. Isn't that terrifying? Yes. Oh terrifying. my god. Oh my gosh, I have cold chills. Yeah. You always have such good endings. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was so good. That was so good. Okay. That ending gave me absolute chills. So Full I, body chills. I found that story like forever ago and I Did like, you send it to me? Probably. Cause like when you're reading when you said flowers don't grow, I'm like Huh. Yeah, but I didn't oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. That was good. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. All right. Ooh, I loved it. Loved it. That was a good one. Yeah. That was scary. I really liked it. Yeah. But as a super camper, deep. like as someone who camps um, in a camper, not in a tent, um, it's yeah. kind of scary to think about all the people that get murdered. Yeah. Camping. Yeah. Yeah. Not as though we should have a decorative and suck on. So <laughs> <laughs> come at me, bro. <laughs> all right. Well, if you enjoyed today's episode, I keep hitting the damn thing. Like and subscribe to our podcast. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. All the things. All the things where you get your things, right? Um, Also, don't forget to leave us a review. Yeah, we're not giving any reviews lately. So seriously, get on our Apple Podcast. I just need them on Apple Podcasts. That's That's it. On your purple icon, just get on there and say something. Have you already left us a review? Steal someone else's phone and leave us a review. Yes. They don't have to listen to us. Mm -hmm. Just leave us a review. Truth. Truth. Uh, follow us on Facebook. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Where Beth has posted the t-shirts that are now made. Super cute, I'm right? I'm so excited about these Cannot t-shirts. wait to get them. I hope, like, if one person would buy our t-shirt, I would be so ecstatic. Yes. Because I, like, sat here and I was like, I really want to do these t-shirts, but we don't have the money to, like, you know. Yeah. To have them all printed and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, Teespring. That's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like, I can make them on there and then they can order them. And if they order them, then great. Right. I love um, it. Um, go on to the website. So our website is just another murdercast.com. Dot com. You can send us a message on there and leave us a suggestion for a murder. And I tell you what, if you do that and we use your murder, maybe we'll send you. Oh, something fun. Yeah. We'll send you a, a sticker or a t-shirt or who mm-hmm. knows. We'll send you something mm-hmm. if we use your murder. Um, also we need more followers on TikTok because once we get enough followers yeah. on TikTok, we can actually go live. So that would be fun to get on there and do that. So please get on TikTok, do that, get a podcast, all the things yeah. just, just and everything it. is just another murder cast except for Facebook who doesn't like the word murder. So it's just another M cast on Facebook, mm-hmm. but everything else is just another murder cast. Yep. And share everything you see. We appreciate it. And if you want bonus episodes oh, and yeah. all of our, I just posted a bonus episode and you have to listen to it, Haley. It is, is it good? such a good one. Okay. So is it on Patreon? It's on Patreon. It's on Patreon now. Okay. Um, so if you want to listen to the bonus episodes and we are live today on Facebook, but if you want to see all of the other videos live, yep, they won't be live, but all the other videos are on Patreon. Patreon. Mm-hmm. There's only one there now, but the rest of them will be coming. Yep. As we do them. Go yep. over to Patreon. And we want to give a big shout out to Candy and Emily. Yes. They are on our $10 um, Patreon. So they get the bonus content and they get a shout out. Shout out. And we're very appreciative of the two of yes. you because the two of you actually pay for the um, the podcast, like the host site that we use. Love it. So. We appreciate it. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you all for joining us. I have got to get up and go to the bathroom. Okay, we'll go. So, love you. Stop that on your way out. And bye. Bye. Oh, I'm falling. Breaking things.